everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit. 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 Together. Shit. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I love that part, don't you? Uh, that was just the vibe I was getting. I was getting that vibe, so I had to run with it. Did Did you guys think ever, once upon a time, that there would be so many clips of you saying the S word on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> what S word? I had never considered that. Oh. All right. Well, fellas, uh, this is an episode I am very much looking forward to. And yeah. yeah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Rohit Rahila. Glenn Rucks here. And Kyle Reed. All right, let's dive in. Uh, let's get it. This is a, a concept that I think we have kind of brushed up on before, but we've never really had a dedicated episode to it. And in fact, it was, as we were brainstorming amongst the three of us, we thought there was so much power behind it that we're actually going to split it up into two episodes. And the first one, uh, it's all about rules and setting rules for yourself. And the way that this came about is we've talked a lot about in the past, you know, we, we've mentioned topics such as New Year's resolutions and setting goals. And really, when we've talked about those two, we've talked about why we don't follow through with those. And then the concept of a rule came about where you define who you are as an individual using these rules. And there's such power behind it. And so what we're going to do is in this first episode, we are going to talk about the rules. We're going to talk about how we define ourselves and just these rules in general. And then we're going to follow that up a month later with the results of these newfound rules. So how's that sound, you fellas? Sounds terrible. I know, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so Glenn, I'm going to hand it over to you first. When when we kind of talked about this episode and you start thinking about your journey of setting these rules for yourself, I don't, I don't want to know your rules right now, but just what was your thought about the concept of defining who you are with rules? I didn't really think of it that way. Um, but I did think that rules sometimes are important to help give us guidelines and set boundaries. But sometimes they can also be limiting. Depends on the situation, right? Like if we limit ourselves to rules on how we get to our goals, sometimes we may not make it to our goals. But if we're okay. trying to do specific acts, like, uh, you know, if we're trying to improve our lives by avoiding certain things, like for me, for instance, if I were to go on a diet and I were to, you know, just say, you know what, I'm going to lose 25 pounds. I'm just not going to eat fat foods. Okay, well, that's not really a rule. That's not really even a guideline. It's just sort of a... a, a uh, it's a vague, uh, fantasy, vague statement. Right? 
It's a vague, vague statement, statement, right? Yeah. That, that could mean almost anything. But um, sometimes those rules help define and make things a little bit easier to follow. Yeah. And what about you, Kyle? Like, what were some of your initial thoughts? Yeah, I think um, lots of stuff, right? I mean, I, you know, I, I put a bunch of notes down here when when we uh, mentioned doing this as an episode. And I really see both ways, right? Rules can be good and bad, both. They can uh, create limits or, or, or limit you or, or push you, help you to achieve something or hold you back. Um, but I think maybe that's the nature of them. And that's the design, right? So if you understand that, you can use that to your advantage, right? When we take a look at some of the things that go into this, some of the examples that you gave us and how you phrase a rule, um, when we talk about language and how important language is, when you say the thing, I have to versus I get to, right? If you want to formulate a rule, I think it's a good idea to phrase it with something like I have to rather than I get to. Even though it has a negative context, I think we're taking that and sort of weaponizing it to help achieve something, right? Um, I think those are the important things there. It's to recognize those things and accept them and make peace with them so you don't begin to resent them like I have to do yard work, right? Or I have to do the dishes. Like, oh, I don't want to do that shit, but I have to. When you're creating a rule, it's, you know, I have to do this. And you take it in. Um, It's been brought up many times in the podcast. And you had mentioned it just earlier today, Rohit, in talking. Uh, When I did the run streak, right, I essentially created a rule for myself. I did it kind of subconsciously. I didn't think of it in in the way that we're thinking and discussing this topic today. It was really just, I have to run every single day. I'm going to do it. It, it's just as important to me every day as breathing, as going to work, as whatever else I do, right? As breathing, as eating, as sleeping, as going to work. That's how important running was. It just happened, right? I knew it was going to happen. Every day I had a rule. I have to run at least one mile. I have to run at least one mile. Yeah, and the, the way this topic kind of came about recently for me was I realized that there are certain results that I want in life. But I didn't really do anything to work towards them. Uh, they they were just kind of random goals. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing with a goal is, you know, they, they talk about to really make a goal happen, you have to set smart goals. And you just set all these boundaries of things that you can and can't do with a goal. And I think what that does is so many times you are faced with an option of, do I continue down this path or do I not? So, for example, if, you know, your goal is to lose weight, eventually you're going to stop thinking that that's your goal. Subconsciously, you're just going to, to you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, unless it's, unless it, you're always reminded of it, of, of what your goal is, what the end goal is, you're going to do what feels right in the moment. And, and I think setting a rule for yourself, what it does is it gets you what you want most instead of what you want right now. Mm, okay. You're trading short-term desire for long-term, uh, you know, long-term goals, long-term wishes, long-term desires, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but it's, it's, I think it's, 
important to recognize the vocabulary that you use, similar to what you said earlier. If you say, I would like to, or I want to, or I'm trying to. You're leaving yourself an out. You're leaving yourself an out. But Absolutely. if you set it as a dedicated way using harsh words such as only or don't, then what you're doing is you're eliminating that possibility of wiggle room. Yeah. It, it, it's something I wrote down to it. Is I'll I'll take I actually highlighted this. Uh, the process of setting rules removes any conscious or subconscious negotiation that may take place and lead to justification of an undesirable action. I know wow. it's kind of I know it's kind of a lot to swallow, right? But I think that you remove the negotiation factor. You remove the chance to justify a negative action or an action that could be deceived or sorry, perceived as undesirable. <laughs> um, so, you know, by doing so, you don't consider it. You're not confronted with that. Like when you talk about losing weight, I want to lose weight. Okay, well, we know that you have to be specific. What does that mean? I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, so then you do things temporarily to lose 10 pounds. And when you lose 10 pounds, what do you do? right? You go back to what you did before you lost 10 pounds and you gain the 10 pounds plus five more back because you didn't set rules and boundaries around your life and around your, your, your lifestyle. Let's, let's say that, right? Whether it be getting enough sleep, working out or being active or eating certain foods. Once you establish those rules and those boundaries, losing weight is just a product of your lifestyle, right? Yeah, absolutely. You don't, even, you don't even have to think about it. It just happens, right? Uh, I went golfing the other day, and I had to remind myself that striking the golf ball is a product of my swing. I don't need to think about hitting golf ball. I just focus on my mechanics, my location, my swing, and then the club and the ball will do the rest. Once I start thinking about hitting the ball a certain distance or a certain way, then I damage the mechanics, I damage the process. And if I think about my golf swing as my lifestyle and hitting the ball as a result of losing weight, I think that's kind of the same you know, analogy that I'm looking at here. If you focus on the activity that needs to get you to where you are, create a rule around that, um, those rules will help guide you to achieve whatever goals you may have. Hmm. Yeah, I know when I started working at, at the new place where, where I am right now, I realized that no one really knows me there. And I thought of college. One of the one of my highlights of going to college was I got to redefine who I am. Nobody knew the past Rohit, so I got to say, who do I want Rohit to be? And I had the same opportunity to do that at this new place where I worked. So I defined who I was and how people would define me with positive things. So for example, one of the things that I did was I only drank water and I became known as the guy who only drinks water. And then even though there's not really a dress <laughs> policy, I always wore a nice button up tucked into my jeans, uh, professional looking jeans and professional looking attire. And all of a sudden, that's how people started defining me, and that's how they started treating me. And the more you do that, I think it's oh, it's just so freeing in a way. And I know 
I know the audience might be thinking, wow, that sounds really limiting to define yourself by these rules. But it's so freeing because what it does is it eliminates the the thought process. You don't have to think as often. Uh, a fantastic example is Steve Jobs. I knew, where- it. I knew you were going to go there. I'm so excited that you went there. I love it. I'm sorry. I had to I had to show my elation. Well, how about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the mic off to you then. No, no, you do it. I'm just excited. That's exactly where you went because I was thinking the same oh. thing. Yeah, like he wore the same thing day in, day out because that eliminated a conscious decision that he had to make. He doesn't have to stare at his closet every single day thinking, wow, when was the last time I wore this? Is anyone even going to recognize? You know, I mean, you just put on the only thing that you have, black turtlenecks mm-hmm. and jeans, <laughs> and it eliminates uh, a, uh, a conscious decision that you have to make so you can focus on other things. Yeah. And so the more you define your life, what it does is it allows you the freedom to not have to make those decisions. Think about sports. There are rules in sports, so you don't have to think about stuff. If a ball is hit outside of play between the two foul poles, it's a home run. There's there's no wiggle room about that. And that allows the flexibility to have everyone know, okay, if that happens, I know how to react. And the same thing happens in life. The more you define yourself, the easier life becomes. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys both a question. If you've ever said that you have to do something, think about something that you've ever said that about. Good, bad, ugly, in between. I have to do the dishes. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, whatever it is. Glenn, you've, you've been working a lot more lately with your other gig, right? And uh, I've heard it a couple of times. Have you ever let anything get in your way when you've said you have to do something? Very rarely. Yep. Right? Rohit, would you agree? Yeah, I'll agree with that. So I think knowing that, right, once you understand that, that makes this language that much more powerful, right? And again, this is this is a very specific use case. I'm not generally implying that uh, you should always say, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, right? Because that takes the power away from you. Um, I just think in this particular instance, it is it's a very useful tool or a weapon, if you will, uh, to remove a decision-making process from yourself. Take yourself out of the equation, right? I have to do X, or I will do X, or no, not, not I will. I have to, or I always do X, right? That essentially is instilling in you that this is just what you do. This is one of the things that defines you, and you just execute said task, right? You don't let anything get in the way. There's no excuses. There's not, no, no objects that can prevent this from happening, right? So I think that's something that's very important. You know, when you think about that, think about the language that you use with certain things that you say that you have to do, and then now think about something that you want to do to get you on the path to achieve your goals and apply a rule to that with similar language. Mm. Glenn, do you want to, you know, I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on it and, and maybe even uh, go over, you know, we all kind of came up with five rules that we want to set for our lives. So love to hear your thoughts and, and maybe your rules. You know what? I, before this topic even came up, I didn't even realize, but I had already started something like this. And I didn't even realize it, but uh, one of my 
one of my goals for the longest time is to drink more water and less soda. I, I don't know how long we've talked about that Rohit. Ro I mean, how long have we talked about me drinking more water and less soda? I mean, how many times have I given it up? Yeah. <laughs> Even sometimes when, you know, you and I go out to eat, uh, that would be the case. We yeah. would order water or. Right. Know. Well, recently, you know, with this whole uh, quarantine issue that we're still going through, uh, at least at the time of this recording, um, I set a rule. I drink four bottles of water a day and only drink soda when I'm with my fa family at lunch. Because I only go out to lunch with them once a week. Ooh. Nice. Where do you guys go? You just uh, People pick a place and you go there? Or what, what do you do that? Pretty much. It always ends up being uh, a place that my dad wants to eat. He'll, he'll start off with, hey, where do you guys want to go eat? And then my mom and I will suggest something. <laughs> no, 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 that I can't have that. Or no, that I had that the other day. Uh, <laughs> always ends up being <laughs> always ends up being uh, Red Robin or or Applebee's. So fun times. But yes, um, so just once a week we go out to lunch and that's what I have. I have one soda. Nice. All week. Yeah. And the, the headaches for a while were insane. What was it from? Uh, lack of sugar and or uh, caffeine? Both. Uh, the sugar, not so much. Um, I had been cutting back on that for a while, but uh, the, the caffeine definitely hits hard. Yeah. Do you drink coffee too, Glenn? No, no, I'm not a coffee mm. drinker. Mm. So Hot your caffeine is about intake as close as I get. Yeah, so your caffeine intake is pretty much 100 percent from soda, then, yeah, because you don't. Well, what about those monster drinks you have? Do those have caffeine in them too? Uh, the monster hydrates. I haven't even had those in a long while either. Oh, really? Not since the last time we were in studio together. Wow. Yeah, pre-COVID days. Pre-COVID days, yeah. Yeah, BC. Before COVID. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Yeah, so my, my next rule, yeah, my next rule, you know, um, I only snack while watching a movie because I don't watch movies. <laughs> so I'm oh, not shit. going out and getting, I'm not going out and getting, you know, a, a bag of chips or, or making a, a sandwich while I'm, you know, playing games anymore because I have a rule. If I'm watching a movie, I can have a snack. You watch movies quite a bit, don't you? Not anymore. I haven't oh. been since uh, I started working three jobs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes it hard. and mo and movie theaters ain't open. Exactly. Um, and then I'll, I have another rule where I walk my property every day. It's kind of funny because Rohit mentioned one of his rules to me is like, you know what? I'm going to make that a rule of mine. Why not? Ooh. Walk my yeah. property just walk outside, walk the property line, make sure helps me make sure everything's cool on my property. There's no issues I have to worry about, but it also gets me outside for a little bit each day. Yeah. 
very important. Very important. I, very, I very simple rule that outside. I, th- yeah, and, and another very simple rule that I think everyone could benefit from. I clean my dishes immediately after the meal. I don't wait. I don't leave them in the in the sink. I don't do them later. No, I finish them. I clean them right after I'm done eating. Hmm. Okay. Saves time. Yeah. Well, that makes it easier to clean. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) You don't get that stuck on food. I'm just realizing how much easier it is to clean when I do it that way. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Cool. Anything else on there? So that was my five, you know. Um, I, oh yeah, I guess there's there is one more. Yeah, I don't eat after after seven p.m. Oh, okay, well, that's you tough. Know, right about that time, I'm starting to wind down, and I need to get ready for bed. Anything I eat after that just sort of sits in your stomach and doesn't digest, or if it does, it digests more slowly, um, turns into fat cells. Not good. So, after 7 p.m., I don't eat. Hmm. I like that one. Yeah. And what about you, K. Reed? K. Reed! Um, Man, a couple couple of things, right? And I think before I jump into them, too, I'll I'll take a look at, um, you know, I think the language was very important, right? So, I think when I looked at these rules, I looked at a couple of things. I was trying to establish some rules and boundaries, and I wanted to say, okay, what do I want to establish rules for? Do I want to implement something into my life or do I want to take something away? And that led me to, you know, thinking about the language. So when we talk about the Ooh. idea of implementing something into your life, that rule, the language of the rule that you're creating, I believe uh, should start with something like I always, or I have to. Those are just kind of two that I, you know, was thought of when I was thinking about this. And then when you're you're going towards creating a rule with the primary idea of needing to limit something or remove something from your life, you uh, use language such as I only or I limit blank to blank. Like Glenn, you would say I limit uh, eating to before 7 p.m. and after, you know, whatever a.m., 5 a.m. or whatever, right? Whatever the timeline is. Or I limit uh, my snack time to only watching movies, right? Um, and then lastly, the other piece of that is I do not. So I only, I limit, and I do not. Those are kind of the the sentence starters or rule starters, if you will, that I looked at from a language perspective to really implement these things into my head, whether I wanted to bring something new into my life or limit or remove something from my life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, okay. I don't know. Spent a lot of time on that. Anyway, <laughs> the five rules that uh, I'm looking to implement into my life are number one. Oh, one more thing before I go into this. I, I recognized uh, as I create these, I wanted to use language such as I will always, especially when it's something that it, that is new that I'm not necessarily doing in the frequency I want to. And I want to be careful not to fall into that language, right? Because then again, I'm telling myself that it's future tense. 
and I don't have to do it now, right? I'm not doing it now, so I don't have to do it now. And then tomorrow I'll say the same thing. I will always. Well, I can start tomorrow. Tomorrow never fucking gets here, guys, right? So own that shit. I always, I always, I always, I do not, I have to, I limit, I only, right? Whatever that is, not I will only, I will limit. No, fuck that shit. Get that out of your language. I always, I have, I do, I do not, right? Whatever it looks like. So I wanted to make that a point because I recognized that as I was creating these rules. Yeah, I think one of the best quotes I ever heard on that topic is, you pile up enough tomorrows, you'll find out that you're just full of empty yesterdays. Say that again? You pile up enough tomorrows, you'll find out you're just full of empty yesterdays? Yep. (laughs) Good shit. Um, so yeah, with that, it, in, into the five rules, uh, number one, I always do pr- 20 pushups when I wake up, uh, lately I've been trying to do, you just use something active other than, you know, walk or jog outside, take the dog for a walk, go for jogs. That's kind of built in. I'll never stop doing that. I probably should increase my frequency. That's there. Um, but recently I've been doing more pushups instead of just stuff like that and marking it off on the chalkboard in the hallway. So I created a rule. I want to do it. 20 push-ups. First thing in the morning when I wake up, get up, do push-ups, boom, move on. Next rule. I have to drink a glass of water after I complete my push-ups. This rule relies on the other rule. It reminds me, one, I have to drink a glass of water. Got to do it. Got to stay hydrated. It helps, you know, get things moving in the morning, right? First thing in the morning when you wake up, it helps hydrate the body, get everything in motion. Uh, and also, it relies on me to execute my push-ups. So if I forget or if I go to grab water, you know, that's that's going to be a trigger, right, to say do your push-ups or vice versa. Once I get up, do the push-ups, it's going to be a trigger to say go grab that glass of water. So I'm tying these two rules in together. Help me hydrate, be a little bit more healthy. Third rule, I do not use my phone in bed. Uh, a, a while ago, Rohit, you, you and I both did uh, an experiment where I would not use social media, any form, um, for a while. And that was a challenge when I would go to bed and when I would be laying there and she'd be looking on her phone and I'd be laying in bed, like, looking at the ceiling, like, well, this is fucking weird. What do I do? Um, I've got into a similar habit again. I don't use Facebook or Instagram anymore. But it's been replaced with whatever else. Searching email, looking at Amazon, looking up random shit, right? Well, the bed is for sleeping. I don't need to use my phone. I'm in bed. If I want to look up random shit, just go sit in the living room. Look at random shit. Go sit at the kitchen table. Look at random shit. Go to bed. Come lay down. Relax. Reflect on the day. Whatever it may be. I'll gain more than I was by distracting myself with my phone. Fourth rule. I always take lunch breaks away from work. In parentheses here, I've got stop monitoring emails for lunch. Uh, when you work remotely, you can tend to have, uh, well, I personally can tend to have a guilty conscience at times. And I feel like I always have to be even more available. When you worked in an office, you went away for lunch. I didn't care if I got an email. I didn't pay attention to it. it didn't matter. I'm at lunch. I'm not doing anything. When I'm at home, I feel like I always need to be available or accessible. So... Now, I'm going to take lunch breaks away from the computer. I'm going to close it. I'm not going to look at email. Whether I just sit down and make myself lunch and maybe 
relax or go for a jog, take the dog for a walk, whatever it is, I always take lunch breaks away from work. Rule number four. Number five, I always tell Emily I love her before going to sleep. I think it's important that when you care about somebody, you let them know. Uh, I think with a lot of things that have been going on, right, a lot of people have lost loved ones way too soon, and that has provided some perspective to me, unfortunately, right? So with that being said, I think this is an important rule. I always tell Emily I love her before bed, no matter what. If she's, if she's pissed at me, whatever it may be, I'm still going to say it. doesn't matter. I want her to know it's important to me before we go to bed. And that's rule number five. Ooh-wee. Yeah, that was Those a bit, good. bit wordy. Sorry about that. But hey, man, had to do it. Had to do it. I put a lot of thought into this one. Yeah. All right. So here, here are my rules. Uh, rule number one, always tell Kyle's girlfriend, Emily, I love her before I go to sleep. You better not ever forget that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've got, I've got some good ones that, that really meant a lot to me on things that I've wanted to change about myself. And um, so here goes. And, and the other thing is when, when similar to what you said, Kyle, when I was creating these, I really tried to be very specific with the verbiage that I was using to eliminate future Rohit from having any wiggle room. I want him to, to hold true to these. And uh, Glenn, I think I'm going to need your help with some of these too, because a lot of them, uh, you know, are, are just kind of the way that we hang out um, addresses a few of these. So number one, I only drink soda with burgers, Italian or Mexican foods. So oh, I thought geez. about it. That's Those everything are, we ever eat. We're going to be drinking soda around me. Right. Thanks. So, so here's, here's the thing. I didn't want to just say, I'm not going to drink any more soda because to me, part of the enjoyment that I get from certain foods is like, like pizza, for example, is having it with soda. To me, I know it's a subconscious thing, but, but water and pizza don't mix. <laughs> so I wanted to allow myself a little bit of room. And so only if I'm having a burger, Italian food, or Mexican food. It's more than subconscious. Uh, Marinara sauce and water just aren't good together, bro. Right? It's yeah. instant heartburn. You got to have soda. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That and it uh, sort of makes you realize that you've got all that grease from the pizza on your tongue and on the back of your throat. Delicious. Yeah. Whew. And uh, two, this is one that I think really started this process for me. And that's, I don't take my phone with me in the bathroom. And that used to be the case. You know, you, you go to the bathroom, you have your phone with you. And before you knew it, something that should take a couple of minutes ends up taking 15, 20 minutes because you're playing games or on Reddit. So way to TMI over there, but you know, uh, number three. It's true. It's true. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> number three, I only eat chips with meals. Uh, I do not like sweets. I tend to like the salty stuff and salty snacks. And so I, even at home, I, I have a salty snack drawer and it was always filled with chips. And so I wanted to limit myself to only having chips with meals. And mostly that's just a sandwich. So I have a sandwich. I'm going to have chips. 
Number five. I spend at least five minutes outside every day. And again, when I first wrote this, I put, I want to spend at least five minutes outside every day. And Uh I had to rephrase that because the word want means you don't have it right now. It's something that you uh, want to work towards. And again, a rule is very definitive. In sports, you don't say, Sometimes when the ball goes between the foul poles, it's a home run, and sometimes it's not. No, it always is. And because of that, you can count on that. You can bet the bank on that. And that's what I want to do. I spend at least five minutes outside every single day. And the the one thing that that I want to talk to you about, Glenn, is is maybe having you rephrase yours a bit on that one because I just said five minutes outside every day. So if it's raining, if it's snowing, all I have to do is be under the porch, you know, covered up and I'm still good. But with yours, you said you walk around the perimeter of your house, which, you know, could be weather dependent. So I'd like to challenge you on that one. And number five, the last Sunday of the month is when I make my goodwill donations. And that is one I'm very excited about because I think that's really going to help me declutter because normally... I will make maybe two Goodwill runs a year. And it's only when I realize, oh, you've got too much junk. You need to start getting rid of some of this stuff. (laughs) But now if I know, okay, last Sunday of the month, I'm going to Goodwill. Now I can start planning for that and it's going to help me declutter. So those are my rules. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. you. you, uh, It sounds like we kind of had the same uh, realization with I want to, or I will, right. It's kind of something you desire to do. You're it's, you're sort of, uh, instilling in yourself that you're not there yet and you want to be there in the future, but also that allows you to not execute, right. It allows you to believe it's in the future rather than right now. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had the, the same thoughts. So Glenn, I, I challenge you to, to, to rephrase that with, how about live on air right now? Ooh. Okay. I walk my property every day, regardless of weather. There it is. Wow. So rain, snow, no matter what, you're you're going to be out there. Get well, it? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not really bothered by the cold like someone on on air. I'm I'm not bothered by the wet either. So, or a hundred degrees. That, that uh, one time we get it in Seattle. <laughs> that one time we get it in Seattle. Yeah, even then. I, I don't right. mind being outside long enough to go around my property. Okay. And it's not just around my house. It's around the entire property. All right. That works. Well, fellas, I'm I'm excited about this. So, so audience, again, we created these rules. And what we want to do is we want to share our journey with you on how we created these rules and why we created these rules. And then what we're going to do is we're going to wait a month before we record again. And we're going to talk about our experiences. Now, I think uh, that's going to be an exciting time. And I challenge all of you guys to do the exact same thing. I mean, this is, think about if you could define your life, what are some of the rules that you would want to set for your life? And then do those things. Don't, let yourself get away with excuses anymore. Mm. Right, Kyle yeah. Reed? You got damn right. I have a feeling 
I have a feeling you were going to say something like that on your two-minute takeaway. You got him right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you take my two-minute takeaway. <laughs> I that took was, it away. That was terrible. Yeah, I was, I was trying to work something there, but it didn't, it didn't work out very well. Um, you know, no, I, I, I love it. I love it. I'm really excited to do this one. I'm really excited to talk about, you know, kind of the outcome of this. And, you know, I think we can, at this point, right, we should all just be open and candid with each other, right? What struggles will we, will we potentially have with implementing these rules, with sticking to these rules, right? I mean, I think the first week is probably going to be the hardest. A uh, couple of days, maybe just fine. We can say, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. But until we get into that habit of, you know, we're going to have to consciously remind ourselves before it becomes a part of our daily rhythm. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So I'm excited to talk about how the rules uh, affect us once we get back to the follow-up and if we've had any, you know, challenges keeping this thing going. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped to put this in place and see what it does. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to say this. I think it's important that we don't remind ourselves of it. Like I'm, you know, not going to call up Glenn and be like, "Hey, Glenn, you still out there walking?" Oh, yeah. Because, and and here's the reason why. This is, like you said, going to be extremely tough for like the first week, and and then it's just going to be a part of your daily routines. If we remind ourselves of it, yeah, it it helps, and we're holding each other accountable. But I think this is something different because this is something that that we've identified that we personally want, and. You know, we need to recognize the challenges that our listeners are going to have doing the same thing. Yeah. They can't just call up Glenn and be like, Glenn, hold me accountable, buddy. But audience, if you do want Glenn to hold you accountable, you can email him, glenn at gystpodcast.com. Hey, get it. I just volunteered you, Glenn. Gee, thanks. And, and, if, we're going, and if we're going in, uh, you know, I mean, and keeping the spirit of the rule, you got voluntold, my brother. That's true. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, I think with that, really, we we wrapped. I mean, Roy, you got anything else, or Glenn, you got anything to add as before we uh, close out here? Nope. Nothing I'm just going to work pretty hard at uh, making these a reality. As a matter of fact, I'm working on adding reminders on my phone so that I get notified when I'm supposed to drink a bottle of water, when I'm supposed to go outside to walk the property. And I just make it a, a part of my daily routine. Yeah. Have you uh, have you heard of those water bottles that have timers built in that have the little alarms that remind you to take a drink of water? No. I think, um, who was it? Somebody at uh, the old gig had one and it would just be like a little like a little alarm bell of sorts. I think you could probably change the sound of it, but it was like a digital water bottle that uh, reminded you every, whatever the cadence was to drink some water. Like, you know, Hey, here I am. Come drink me. Um, so I thought I that was have pretty to cool. look into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what it was or where it was from, but you saw one real hip. Uh, well, I know that there's lots of apps that'll do that as well ah, um, okay. for free. And really, if you want to go to the next level, there are water bottles that are Bluetooth that will record how often you drink water and the quantity of water. Beautiful. So you don't have to manually record it in an app, like a Fit app or whatever else, or whatever fitness app. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to pull the trigger on one of those. Oh, yeah? 
I didn't. I was never thinking about it, but I think uh, this episode has kind of inspired me to do so. Beautiful, beautiful. Share the link uh, once we, you know, on the uh, on the episode page. Yeah. Dope sauce, love it. Ooh, dope sauce. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> it's the it's the best sauce. All right, gents. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the GYSD Podcast, your favorite podcast. Get your shit together. We really appreciate you listening. We hope you tune in next week. Thanks again. We'll see you soon. Peace out, players. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST Podcast. We hope you learned how to get your shit together. 